Shenanigans! 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 Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Sativa here. Hope you guys are having a very good one. Um, so I want to cover this story. Um, although medical marijuana is legal in Australia, it still remains largely inaccessible and expensive, and it's still failing its patients very bigly. And um, it it seems like it seems like America has exported his its reefer madness it's, to the the entire globe over the past. 70 80 or so years and it's it's really really sad and it's law-abiding um sick people that are are suffering under this and it's unacceptable so i'll I'll, let me cover this story and talk about it canberra has turned its back on medical cannabis patients this is from sydney criminal lawyers the website by Paul Gregory. In May 2014, Barnaby Joyce spoke out in support of legalizing cannabis medicine, a campaign fronted by a young patient named Dan Haslam. And two years later, the Nationals MP helped open the nation's first medical cannabis farm in memory of Dan, who lost his battle with cancer. Last month, footage came to light, Joyce shouting down Dan's mother, medical cannabis advocate Lucy Haslam, at a Tamworth screening of High as Mike, a documentary that explores the difficulties local patients can have when trying to access medical cannabis. I don't want something, I don't want someone saying that there's some miracle elixir that we somehow miss, Joyce told the crowd in anger. This is not the truth. Although the documentary in no way presents cannabis medication as a cure-all, but rather it hails it as a symptom relief. And sadly, Barnaby turning his back on medical cannabis patients reflects a broader dropping of the ball by politicians in the capital, despite the fact that that access to legal medical cannabis is now reserved for the few approved patients who can afford the exorbitant prices. Are they just dumb or are they dirty? Barnaby's withdrawal of of support could reflect the widespread lobbying of Big Pharma, Miss Haslam hypothesized, adding that she is fairly certain that it is behind a drop in support from the Coalition of Australian Patient Access, which contrasts with a rise of support for the nation's export market. The United and Compassion UIC Executive Director further explained that some medicinal cannabis act advocates question whether many politicians are either dumb or dirty. It's the same thing in my opinion, if I'm keeping it 100. And in the case of Joyce, she said it it is yet to be seen, but he still hasn't explained his back foot to his New England electorate. The federal, he- the federal health minister also mentions frequently that he 
makes no apology for the tight regulation around medical cannabis, she added. We speculate that the tight regulation is more a means of control and restriction with the aim of keeping Australian patient numbers minimal. It's like the, it's, it's like, it's like many states in the U.S., like, like neighboring New York. I live in Massachusetts. Neighboring New York, like, the governor of, of New York hated cannabis so much a couple, a couple years ago that when he reluctantly signed medical marijuana, he made it so only the, um, so only the most expensive forms were legal and, um, he, um, he only allowed vape, vaporization, um, lozenges, pills, tinctures, you know, and the, there were only a handful of dispensaries for a population of like 20 some million or close to 20 million, which I think is around what I think is not too far off from what Australia has. It's like, I think there's like what 30, 30 or so million people, 35 million. But, um, you only have maybe 20 or 30 dispensaries in all of New York state. It's it, it, it's some ridiculously low number like that, and um, in Minnesota is pretty similar too. The the governor hated cannabis, so he made it very hard to access. You know, he he made it so only you know tinctures, pills, vape pens were legal, and then you know only very few people qualified for it. It's like these politicians want. To make it as bad as possible and then when very few people sign up to the onerous regulations like see i told you this was bad it's like it's like that's what they're trying to manufacture you know it's happening in the states too but um it's it's, it's just completely and totally ridiculous a path strewn with strewn with red tape the Turnbull government passed the Narcotics Amendment Act back in February 2016, which established a framework for legalized, locally produced cannabis medicines in this country under the oversight of the Therapeutic Goods Administration, TGA. And the road since then has been slow moving and bound by red tape. As of June this year, there's only been 20 cannabis cultivation and production license granted. And because of the lack of, of legal product, most try to access imported medicine via the TGA Special Access Scheme, SAS Category B. Certainly, the way it has been legislation, legislated means that the complexity of SASB application process, coupled with the fact that it is an approved and unapproved medicine, Ms. Haslam explained, means that it will be difficult to subsidize and therefore will remain expensive. The statutory review report on the 2016 Act was released last week. UIC notes, although patient access was left out of its terms of reference, it set out that a relatively small number of patients are receiving prescribed medical cannabis, and it's mostly imported and expensive. Legal but accessible. Medical Cannabis Users Association of Australia President Deb Lynch quoted Miss Haslam's estimate of 1 million people nationwide using cannabis for chronic pain and illness, and there has been around 1,400 medical cannabis prescription approvals over the last three years. That leaves nine. 
986,000 at risk of prosecution, Miss Lynch emphasized. The current system discriminates against people who are disabled by their condition because the products are not available to them and as they are to others who have higher income from employment. Sounds very familiar. The cannabis activists stress that approval does not mean access, nor does it indicate demand. Ms. Lynch pointed out that many who have gained approval can't afford the product, while others begin their treatment only to discontinue it due to the price. The government needs to do something to bring the cost down, Ms. Lynch told Sydney criminal lawyers. The whole delivery system is a snoozle. And she added that it will be a long time before cannabis medicine is TGA approved or subsidized by the PBS. To the highest level, MCUA recently submitted a report to PM Scott Morrison on the state's medical cannabis access. Ms. Lynch notes that in its association produced the document as many of, as of it, as many of its 18,000 members are sick of getting standard replies from local MPs that don't address their concerns. The report reveals a cannabis climate where GPs don't want to prescribe it. Low-income patients continue to source black market product as there is no discounted medicines. Police continue to arrest patients, and patients can be charged for driving with trace amounts of medicine in their saliva. Considering the dismissal failure, the pharmaceutical model has been... For the absolute majority, Lynch explained, we recommend a new model built on, on the contemporary pathway, a TGA access avenue for alternative medicines such as herbal, which would open up access and affordability. While next week, Ms. Haslam is taking a delegation of medical and legal experts to Canberra to raise a patient access with federal politicians. However, so far only one coalition MP is accepted, but there is a num there are a number of Labour minor party independent MPs who have said they will attend. No such thing as false hope. As as for Bar Barnaby, Miss Haslam believe he has a bit of an issue understanding the difference between medical cannabis use and recreational. As every time she has met him, he has raised an incident about a depressed school friend who smoked heavily and took his own life. In retrospect, I believe that... Okay, I'm going to stop that right there. I'm going to stop that right there. That person that's, that, that, that took their own life, they, they, they likely had a medical health, a mental health issue long before using cannabis. And saying that... Oh, oh my God, someone drink water. Someone drink water and committed suicide. Water causes suicide. That's, that's exactly what that person, that's exactly what that idiot is doing by saying, oh, well, cannabis causes suicide. And they happen to smoke cannabis. Why well, breathe air or whatever? Someone breathes air and then the, someone, someone breathes air like every human does. Oh, air causes suicide because someone committed suicide. That's, that's a level of ridiculousness. That that statement um, infers. That's the level of ridiculousness that is being implied. Period. Full stop. 
In retrospect, I believe that any support he gave medical cannabis was more a reflection of his desire to remain supportive to be political, politically popular, Miss Haslam said. I believe that he used our campaign and the public support for medical cannabis for his own purposes. The UCIC co-founder added that Joyce's ignorance extended to the argument he made at the high as Mike screening, where he said that medical cannabis was giving dying cancer patients false hope as the documentary made no case for cannabis medicine being a cure for the disease. There is actually no such thing as giving a patient false hope, Miss Haslam concluded. Hope is hope, and if you have it, it is not false. This is probably an argument that is well outside the scope of my understanding by Miss Joyce. End of article. So we gotta give, we, we gotta make it known that these, these lawmakers and these politicians work for us, and it's not the other way around. You know, reefer madness in this day and age is unacceptable, and, um, we need to make our politicians make it known that they'll get voted out if they're not going to support our will and they're not going to make our medicine affordable and available to us. You know, they, they, they get paid off our taxpayer dollars. We are, we are their, we are their manager. We are their employer. And when they don't do our bidding, just like, just like any job you work, if you don't do the bidding of your boss, you get fired. If these politicians don't do the bidding of their people, they deserve to get fired. And that must never be forgotten. So um, I hope you guys got a lot out of it. Um, um, I, I, I mean, I can't really control when, when cars and motorcycles want to speed on my street. So sorry for that a little bit earlier. But um, you, should, you still should be able to hear everything or most of it. And I hope you guys got a lot out of it. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support and expand our humble little project, there are a few ways you can support us. We plan on doing big and humble little things with our projects, such as getting to trade shows, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.com dot fm slash i am cannabis sativa podcast slash support you can also support me now on patreon at www.patreon.com slash ic sativa podcast you can support the podcast for as little as one dollar a month we also have five dollar and ten dollar tiers if you're feeling extra generous and those come with their own benefits too and um, if you subscribe to the the ten and above tier, you you get some personal time if you're over twenty one with Mister Sativa. So uh, you know you can chat with me on Discord. You know we can have fifteen minute one on one time. So you get you get exclusive episodes. You get early releases when you join these tiers. And you can also subscribe and find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic. Tune in radio, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Follow us on socials at um on, on Twitter, for example, at IC Sativa Podcast and on Instagram at I am Cannabis Sativa. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace. <laughs>